0: Welcome to Nomi Chronicles podcast show. I'm Meg Dre, and I'm here with my good friends, Rockmo and Brandonian. Um, Let's start off with Rockmo. What's up?
1: Uh, What's good, Meg? It was good. Um, Happy to be here again. I know we've been trying to get this going for a while. So again, you guys, it's a blessing to be here on Meg's show. Uh, So yeah, uh, it's nice to meet everybody. What's up?
0: And what about you, Brandonian? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> what up, people? <laughs> my name, name is. <laughs>
2: yeah, my name is Brandon, aka Brandonian. Uh, happy to be here. We've been trying to get this together for a minute, and now all the stars have aligned. We've gone through all the technical yes. difficulties. We're all pretty. Yes. We're all relaxed. Let's get this going.
0: Yes, and I'm just super excited that you guys are actually able to join me. Um, And like you mentioned, um, due to everything that's been going on with all of COVID, I'm glad that you guys are both safe. And um, just let me know, how have you guys been able to actually pivot um, your art movement and everything that you've been doing because of COVID? I know that a lot of artists are transitioning um, I know a lot of conventions have been canceled, such as Anime Expo. Actually, I think all of the conventions have been canceled right. um, at this point. So what has been your guys' um, different ways to overcome that challenge? Um, Rockmo, if you want to start,
1: um, um,
0: or whoever get, wants to start.
1: I guess I can start. I guess for me, it's pretty much been the same. I, I want to I say a mostly... Um, not that I was, I needed to go out to do something. Not, <laughs> not that I. Oh, sorry, cousin. Uh, not that I needed to go out to go and do like, uh, go to a, a specific place to actually work, like an actual studio or something like that, or actually, um, you know, have my art posted up at a convention or anything like that. Wasn't really. We were planning on doing some conventions this year, but um the way things were turning out financially and the projects that i was working on and even with the freelance it just kind of end up doing what i normally do working with clients through online or whatever it is through email whatever to do the job uh working on my own personal projects and you know then just continue to work the day job that i work right now to supplement with the financials and everything like that but um for me it hasn't been such of a total flip over but i started to do new things like starting the podcast and um and now i'm starting to teach which is really good so um oh, and we've been doing awesome. that like digital zoom and all kind of different things like that so um it's just maybe i, I utilize it to open up different ways to um continue on um to do art. so yeah, yeah.
0: most definitely i think that's awesome because um Because of COVID and because of all the quarantining that's been going on, um, I definitely also feel as if it pushed a lot of artists creatively Mm -hmm. to work on projects that they wouldn't have done or have procrastinated on. Um, Like myself, uh, with this podcast, to be completely transparent, I was totally putting it off pre COVID. But uh, now that we have all the time in the world and everything's successful, all of the work that I do is digital, so I don't necessarily have to be in person like yourself. Um, I think that it, it, it definitely opened my eyes to see um, all of the different strategies and just working out and actually implementing them instead of procrastinating. Um, so right, that's right. The, the positives of um, COVID so far for me as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to hear that everything's going well. Um, with you, Rockmo, what about you, Brandonian?
2: Um, I was going to make some kind of joke where I haven't done a single damn thing since COVID started and all I do is just wake up and, you know, eat and go to sleep and talk mad crap to my cat. But <clears throat> I, I can't do that simply because I realize, especially for me, when COVID happened, like Rockwell said, um, we had plans to like start going to conventions and, and putting ourselves out there. And right around the time it hit, I was in the middle of a storyboard class and i had already had goals for this year, the things that I wanted to do that I'd known I put off and one of them, you know, was my own podcast. So right around the time COVID hit, I had all these commissions that were starting to pile up that I actually honestly still need to get to work on. Um, And I have to admit it, it, being quote unquote, isolated like this, it kind of lit a fire under my ass to just start doing my own stuff and not being worried about the result or how it's going to be received, but you know, just to put myself out there. So I started the podcast and unlike Rockmo, I've been putting it off much like you. So um, I just got started again with an interview with the one and only Rockmo that we just wrapped up last week. And will be Dick. available soon. And it will um, for
0: sure be in the description as well to Rockmo's podcast and mm. Brandonian's as well. Yes. So you nice. guys will all have access to those podcast episodes that we've all been procrastinating.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. Y'all can oh, go get enlightened is. by Rockmo and Meg and then just listen to me ramble about a whole bunch of nothing <laughs> for like 30 minutes. It's wonderful. <laughs> You'll walk away from it like, what? where did that half hour go? And what is Brandon doing <laughs> with his life? And the answer is nothing. But no, I, I'm really thankful for these last couple of months, especially because um, I've gotten to work on my projects. And then, you know, mm-hmm. I've started doing just things that interested me. Like, for example, I enjoy grilling. I enjoy barbecuing. So for the 4th of July, I had uh, Reggie and some other friends over. And, you know, I tried my hand cooking a, for the first time ever in life, like a 12-hour brisket. Mm-hmm. And which completely like slotted Why were my we energy.
0: we not invited right. to this. Right. COVID and social Man.
2: distancing and all <laughs> I other mean, I feel that other stuff, and I could I could, feel I like could only I I could only allow so many people to break those rules, and you know, not look like a total scumbag. So no, no it's all
0: good.
2: The next time I actually have enough time and energy to make a brisket, I will definitely let my friends know. And for anyone out there who you know doesn't eat meat, well, uh, you know what, uh, life sucks for you.
0: I'm gonna pull up on my porch. You could just say, <laughs> hey, "I got a plate outside for you, Meg. It's literally right next to the mailbox. It's right next to the <laughs> gate. Pull up. <laughs> I got to you. Pick this
2: up.
3: It's all good.
0: Brand, Brand dash, homie. See each <laughs> other exactly. What's that curbside pickup?
2: Brand yeah. in. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, that'll that okay. that'll be lit, but. Um yeah, just to summarize, I've actually been able to keep myself hella busy and then doing things that, again, I've been afraid to do or I've procur- or like put off doing for the past couple of years, you know, simply because of whatever reason, like reaching out to people and, you know, networking and even being more confident in myself as an artist and in in whatever I do. So uh, yeah, it's, it's been a strange couple of months, but strangely fulfilling as well.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, that's a perfect segue. Speaking of confidence, <laughs> how did you guys build confidence enough to, I know you guys, I, I believe I met you guys at an artist alley at Comic Con LA. Mm-hmm. How did yeah. you guys build the confidence to, first of all, be an artist um, when you first stepped into the game and then when you first decided to go the convention route? What was your journey like? I don't know hmm. whoever wants hmm. to start with that.
1: You wanna, you wanna go first? Uh, no, I'll let you go first, it's cool. <laughs> 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 okay, <laughs> uh, Okay, let's see, let's see, how do we do? Uh, confidence to doing this whole thing. Um, so, uh, man, this, it's, it's all, like, I feel like it's always a life journey, you know what I mean? Like From drawing as a kid, you know, just, like, me and Brandon, like, we grew up together. We would draw together oh, in cool. the fifth, sixth grade. Like, we've known each other for, probably like, more than 20 years, you know? So, like, um, it's always been a dream to want to have your works out there, even from a young age. And I guess as you begin to grow, you know, you, you, I guess you hit high school. High school, I'm still, you know, trying to do my own projects and things like that. And then going into college, it's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, there's work out there, there's studios. And I mean, you even know this from high school or whatever. Yeah. But um, I, I wanna say that I'm still growing in confidence with a whole bunch of things. I'm still getting over mindsets or uh, different mentalities that tell me that you're not good enough, you're not worth it, you're not one mm-hmm. of the special people. And I have to, it's like, it's so loud in my, vo- in my head. It's, and it's always kind Same. of been loud. And the whole thing is, at least for me, getting, I don't want to say getting used to hearing it, but as it comes, getting better at going against it saying, no, like I am a human being just like any other artist, any other professional, any other director. I'm a human being just like them. And I deserve as well to be able to go after my goals, to be able to accomplish them, to be able to meet other great artists and learn from them. Uh, to be able to, you know, make film and ha- own businesses and 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 work and collab and teach and all this kind of stuff like that. Like, I'm also able to do that. So I think as time has grown, I've been just getting better at saying that to myself and then walking out on faith to see what happens. You know, sometimes things go this way. Sometimes they go that way. And, and learning how to... um not be hard on myself when it doesn't go the way that I want, but to try to take the things that I've learned, you know, um, you know, so when we, when like doing conventions or whatever, um, again, it was just a step of faith. Okay. Like I don't know if anybody's going to like this work that I'm gonna show, but we'll find out. We'll, we'll try it. You know, we'll see what happens and, and you end up for the most part, anybody that I know and even myself, you find out, you, you end up being so surprised that, like somebody looks at it and says, oh, this is cool. And you're like, what? Like, like you think that's it's cool? Like, you know what I mean? That's actually how we met. I was and like, just, yo,
0: this, your, work is, your work is dope. <laughs> I think that's literally you. how I came up to you guys. And I was like, oh mm. yeah, this is sick. But yeah. no, I, I totally, not to cut you off, but I totally mm-hmm. agree. I think, and I think as artists too, it's t- a totally different experience because you get to connect with your community. Right. Um, at the conventions, which I don't necessarily I don't know if I have the confidence to present my work at uh, maybe a gallery. I've done that. But at a convention, I feel like that's a totally different breed. So I'm glad that you're you guys are able to share that with us. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that an awesome experience to be able to um, have the chance to meet someone. And other than them in Instagram commenting, saying, right. oh, I like your work, you get to actually interact with the mm. person and um, build up that rapport. But continue with what you were saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, just, just like what you were saying, um, it, I, I think it's just all, like like, for me, just taking different steps of faith and just, like, we'll see what happens. I'll do the best that I can. And it's usually, like, at least with the conventions, it's been, and I know Brandon can attest to this. Like, you, like you're like when people come and they look and they compliment and everything, or even want to purchase. Matter of fact, Brandon's got a good story. He sold all of his stuff. Um, I should leave him. <laughs> I just leave that to him to say. But like, it was. It's a. It's. It. Um, you will be like. I, I just want to give to the people and to even you, Meg. Like, try it. See what happens. Like, you know what I mean. Yeah. If you get a chance to do conventions again or whatever just like you're doing your podcast, just like you're doing this right now, like you're doing it. And this is something that I say too, like as artists, this is this may be kind of deep. I don't know if you ever get to this, but it just came to my mind. Like one thing I think is so dope about being an artist is that you have the ability to actually, this is for anybody, but you have the ability to go after a goal, even if it doesn't work. Like that's a blessing in itself. You have an imagination or you see something, you have, the 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 uh you can choose to actually go after it you can choose to mm-hmm. actually draw that image you can choose to actually start a podcast like nobody's gonna handcuff you and say no you can't draw this no you can't go after your dream so even if it doesn't the outcome is maybe not as what you want it you have the power to freaking shoot the gun you have the power to go yeah and so like yeah like we have, we're so powerful, like we're so powerful that's, as artists and as I humans. Love, and it's like, yo, let's yeah. let's use it. Let's see what happens. And sometimes it's you know the whole thing is a learning process. But it's just cool that she can even do it, you know. So yeah, okay. And just me...
0: being to being able to have the opportunity to just create and build your own universe and yeah. um just creation because it's coming from your mind and you're literally turning nothing. Into something, so who's to say that you weren't doing that intentional? Right, um, so it's it's perfect. Um, I don't know if you want to let's move on to Brandonian so he can expand on um, some of the things that we spoke about.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, um, well, I don't know about <laughs> you guys, but after hearing Rockwell, I, I really just want to like you know <laughs> go off and do my own thing, like cut the video. I got I got shit to draw, but. <clears throat> Um
0: that's a competitive the friendliness of being competitively it's in the competition it's all love
2: <laughs> oh yeah, um absolutely, and i mean there's really i don't know if I can really say add anything more like he he pretty much put it succinctly, but you know for me, I had been hesitant until rockmo had gotten me up off my ass and you know t- basically told me we were gonna you know do what were we met you lbcc um
1: but you were more you were more like hey let's do it let's do it together let's do like let's go and i was like all right cool let's let's try it let's you know this is also true
2: so and i'm upside down again if that's okay the camera will ride itself <laughs> I, perfect. my setup is kind of <laughs> jank right now because i had to make some last minute changes but it's okay um true and I think that was, that was the beginning of me trying to be a bit more gung-ho in my presentation and just putting myself out there as an artist. And it helped that, you know, having a friend like Rockmo, who, you know, is willing to support me and always being a positive influence, was like I got less and less fearful of how I'd be received as an artist and just said kind of what he said. Well, I'm gonna just go out here and do it. And if people like it, well then hey confidence boost I actually am an artist I am an artist and if they don't well then they ain't got no damn taste shoot I'm
1: an artist I'm good get <laughs> it come cool on yo come cool But
2: um yeah it was just it was just that first step and of course growing up and having this friendly rivalry with him as kids you know incessantly like drawing comics day after day after day after day and hanging together um you know that it built my confidence kind of in myself but there's always like you said that voice in the back of your head especially when you know you've got other people and pros in front of you like quote unquote pros and the greats and these people who are just phenomenal artists and you start comparing yourself and it's like well i I thought i came this far but damn i'm not as good as this dude and it's like (laughs) you have you have to learn over time it's like Exactly, you're not him.
0: I feel like that's how a matured artist develops. Um, Obviously, this um, Mm -hmm. podcast and the show is for um, artists of all seasons of life, but I feel like to the younger artists that are listening to this right now that want to know how do I get into that um, or how do I get to that level, we can't teach you that. Um, Your professors can't teach you that. That's something Mm -hmm. you're going to have to live through something you're going to have to overcome yourself but all we can do is um suggest find a mentor that can give you the proper guidance and to help you um it just help you overcome it by giving you lots of encouragement Mm -hmm. and um fulfilling words because I, i think i feel like as artists we're very tough on ourselves first of all we're sensitive but Second of all, we're very tough and critical of ourselves and mm-hmm. of our work. I, I know for myself, I always want to destroy everything that I did because I don't it's, think it's good enough. I'm like, oh, I just completed this like ten hour project, and there's one little thing where it's like the alignment or the colors don't look right, and I'm like, I don't like it. I hate
3: it. Right. But um, yeah. I
0: think it. What you were saying though, I, I think it's important to have those kinds of things.
2: Well, yeah, and you know, especially as an up and coming artist, you're, you're going to stumble. You're going to slip up or you're going to fall and something's not going to be as good as you hoped it was. And somebody might give you a critique. That's okay. Don't be afraid to like stumble and fall because we all do it. It's just how you choose to improve yourself. Like, like Meg just said, going out and finding a mentor. Okay. Figuring out what the hell I did wrong and how I can improve on that. Like Hell, for example, YouTube university. Let me watch these tutorials. Let me get something from this and let that make me better. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you know, let me confer with my other artist friends. Like, you know, well, how did you move here or how did you get there? Or like what worked for you? Like just take as much as you can from all different sources and also don't shame yourself about reference. Like, don't worry about it. If you use reference to like get your like bring your creation to life. Don't trip. Don't say, oh, well, I don't have the um I don't have the same kind of creativity, imagination. This person might, when they create it from scratch, look, real talk, and no one will admit it, but it's true. Everyone, quote unquote, cheats. Wink wink. (laughs)
0: For sure. Now, as teachers though, what can you guys um I know that a lot of people sometimes take it very personal for critiques. What advice can you give to young artists or even matured artists that Mm. are, as a teacher, as as a teacher and just as a professional um, and also as an artist? Dealing Um, with those critiques hmm. and trying to figure out how to not take them personal. Because it's like, it's personal, but it's helping you improve. Right.
2: True. First, I would say, learn to filter through it because there are people out there who critique simply for the sake of, you know, shooting you down. Like there's no getting around it. So just learn to filter it. There are people out there who might talk a strong game, don't know what they're talking about. And then there are people who, yeah, they might be harsh critics, but they're ultimately trying to help you improve. And you, in my opinion, you need to learn how to filter through the noise to, get the actual, you know, tidbit or nugget that you need in order to be able to grow. And yeah, try your best. Don't take it personal. Like, yes, you may have worked 16 hours in a row on this thing to bring it to this point and you're proud of it. And someone just like tore down everything that you could have like done to improve it in less than five minutes. That's okay. Let it go. Cause this is not the thing is it's personal to you but this is not your end work this is not going to be the last bit of art that defines who you are as an artist yeah. this is only meant as a stepping stone you're you're supposed to get better from this so learn to take from this artist is that you know brand like this is dope or brand like you could have done this this and this and this is why it comes short like uh me and Rockmo most each other stuff all the time and i remember <laughs> it's funny a, a little story about a couple months ago i sent this piece to uh rockmo and um shout out to mike blackberry wanted. that i was super proud about i've been working on this for years like trying to develop my own style and i felt like you know this is really dope and it probably just needs a few more tweaks and here and there and this and that but I'm gonna shoot it by them because you know they always have sound advice for me. And I remember it didn't take Rockmo maybe more than like two to three hours. And not only did he, like, send me a critique, he took my image and then gave, like, basically painted out his own, like, suggestions of how I could make this pop and make it better. And I remember looking at this, like, damn, that's phenomenal. (laughs) And then, like, looking inwardly and, like, damn, I am Garbage is an artist. What am I doing with my life?
0: There are like, so many moments <laughs> as artists that we have those moments yeah, where, like, yeah. okay, yo, how do you bounce back from that though? Well, oh. To the moments where mm. you're like, yo, I'm trash. Like, I suck mm. But I don't know what. What well, do you guys suggest?
2: You know, after he showed me that, like, I. I'm not even going to lie. I like went to, like that was the end of the night for me. I'm like, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm done <laughs> trying for tonight. I'm going to just wake up the next day and I'm going to figure this out. And you know, as I'm like kind of nodding off and going to sleep, I'm like, that was really good. Okay. He took it in a direction. That's really dope. Like begin, like for me, it was start to think of, okay, this is a great suggestion. How can I make this my own? Like, how can I complete this and make, mm-hmm. still like, Make it my own as me, as Brandonian, the artist. Cause this is dope. It's like you're not mad at him because he outdid you, and it was just like you're mad at yourself almost for not thinking of it like that.
3: Mm-hmm. And once
2: you get over that, like looking at it and then breaking it down becomes a hell of a lot easier. It's like okay, cool, suggestion help. Like okay, this is dope. This is gonna work. How can I do this in my own language? Like it becomes to me it became more of cool how can how does this still say oh this is brandon's piece like this is brandon's art and just taking you know bits and pieces from the people that helped me out so that's my suggestion like filter
0: through the noise you you hit the key part right there Mm -hmm. i don't think a lot of people um and especially you can be a matured and season artists you can be an upcoming mm-hmm. artist that understand the artist development aspect of being an artist, because you That's know terrible. now in the same age, a lot of these kids or a lot of these people think, oh well, um, it's internet. We can reproduce whatever. I'm gonna recreate anything. I'm gonna make a rugrats poster, but they don't make it their own style. How mm. do you? A lot of people don't understand style that specifically is you as an artist. Me as Meg Dre, that's my style. You as Rockmo, that's your style. You, Brandonian, Rockmo giving you suggestions, but you making it your style. A lot of artists, they can go have a, a span of like 50 years in the game and not have developed their own style. How do you break it down like that? Because I feel like a lot of people, they they wonder, oh, you know, why, what am I missing? What am I doing? It may be because your work looks like all of the other work and you haven't Mm -hmm. developed your style further.
2: Now, see, that's a harsh critique that some people might not be able to get over. And how the hell (laughs) do you get over that? That's a good one. Um, I don't know, for me, because I was obsessed, I've been obsessed over years years, like, I got to find my own style. Oh, my God, I can't try, I can't come out here looking like everybody else. How am I going to make this my own? And for me, the more I just went through it and the more I kept, like, just agonizing and still trying to, like, make pieces, like, my style, like, I don't think your style ever truly, fully forms, as long as you're growing as an artist. But you do have a distinct, they're, over time, there becomes a distinct method or way or this or that that's yours as an artist where you can look at it and know, okay, that's Rockmo's. Okay, that's Brandon's. And...
0: I think it, it really is. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Go ahead.
0: Uh, oh, no. I was saying it's Sorry. It's no, just like with uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Everyone can see Studio Ghibli or um literally recognize that all the pastel colors and all the palettes you can definitely Mm -hmm. tell which things are which or um Toriyama with Akira and all of those Dragon Ball all those different styles you can definitely see that but I feel like what was the point for you guys that you're like I have to formulate my own style or it was like (laughs) okay got it this is my style (laughs)
1: Ooh. Uh, okay okay I have a couple of things I have a couple of things Ooh. I want to go, okay, it, go ahead. Uh, I don't know because we moved off. so far we moved far away from the whole critiques and all this kind of stuff cause, yeah, but I'm gonna go going to go back to it I'm gonna go, okay so one thing Brandon talked about what I did to his but I actually had the same thing he did the same thing to something I was working on and um, where he t- like I was drawing this Tifa you know fan art and I was struggling, struggling, gave it to this dude, this dude, probably like in, in 10 minutes or whatever, brings it back with some ideas. And it was just like, made me feel like the lowest artist, like just the lowest of lowest, you know, I'm like, why didn't I think of this or why, why, why this, you know, so one of the things that I just kind of wanted to bring up was that critiques and and actually especially as young artists or any artist, I think just any artist in general, what I've heard from even the dopest people is can have a, if you have a friend or, you know, have family or whatever, show them and listen to what ideas they have or listen to what they say, because um, I'm sorry, I'm having a lot of backgrounds. Some uh, sounds coming in, it's kind of confusing me, but sometimes people can see something that you don't see. And that's, uh, um, you need that. It's a humbling thing. Mm -hmm. It's a humbling thing that we all need. We need to know that we're not the grandmasters and that it actually takes a team or it takes, you know, some kind of humbleness. It takes some, you to be open, you know, to, to, um, to grow. So when it does hurt, uh, see how you can grow from it. See what's the truth behind it. Is there truth behind what they're saying in your image? Is it, are your characters feeling flat? Like why? How? You know, if they told you, "Oh, this feels flat," I guess the whole trouble is like, well, how do I fix it? Sometimes people don't tell you yes. how to fix your weak areas. You know, so mm-hmm. you want to put yourself around people or or uh, maybe a mentor that can help you to find that out. You know, and I I try to do that with the people I'm mentoring right now. Um, I think that's that. Those are the kind of critiques you want. You want people that's gonna wanna help you, you know what I mean? Um and then um the whole style thing, I, I'm so like uh for me in style, like it's I don't know. I think it it's you got different kind of artists. I think there's there's some artists that are that that the the way that they want to present themselves can, dang, how should I put this? Cause some people may just enjoy drawing something that's already existing. You know, of course, you may have people that work on teams for animation. Like, say, for instance, yeah. people that work for Simpsons. Right? They may actually just enjoy drawing in that Simpsons style. That's like, and and that pleases their heart. You know, they 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 have a a pleasure of having it look a certain way that is already made or something like that. Or maybe that's just how they make money. Um, and that's a good way to make money. You know what I mean? So there's that option for artists if they want to do a certain style, to be on the production, to work, and, you know, you get hired like that, you know? Me, I think a lot of times, like going out for a certain jobs, it's so hard for me to work, like going out for a family guy, or working, going out for these things. It's so hard for me to sometimes control like stay in that style Yeah. Uh, yeah. so sometimes those jobs are not for me you know what i mean but i think that um like again what brandy was talking about it's like a journey you know i think like me i don't really think of myself of having a style now when you guys see my work you may see a style you may see reggie always does or rock my name uh he always does this or like you know people love the colors that i use um or whatever um and they will they see a style, but me, I'm always just trying to grow and experiment. But you'll see the things that I really like that I constantly keep doing. Um, but I don't really think of it as a style, I guess, because like it's like I'm in the water already. So I'm not mm-hmm. thinking about yeah. the water I'm in, you know. But you guys are like, oh, I see the pool you're in. I see what you're doing, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So I feel that um, based on, like, what kind of artist that person wants to be or whatever as they're on their journey hopefully they continue to go towards the things that they like and that'll either become into a style or become into some kind of work that pleases them even if it may feel more like uh something we've already seen i don't know uh it 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 just it i those are just my thoughts i totally
0: agree with you i (laughs) I completely agree, and um, I also, before design and media, I have a background in music and entertainment. So mm. I guess the whole, the best comparison to say is there's a lot of musicians, but not a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. Mm. A lot of singers, but not everyone has a sound.
1: Right. right. Um, oh.
0: Let's say for they have very distinct voices. I'm a huge fan of Wu Tang Clan. You cannot recreate, there are very few right. that can recreate the voice of Method Man and Old right. Dirty Bastard, or let's say, for example, in pop, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Who else can recreate Christina Aguilera's voice? Right, right. If you hear something, you're like, oh, that's Christina Aguilera, and you know, they make jokes about it, but it's, that's her style.
3: Mm-hmm. Her
0: voice mm-hmm. is so distinct and I think that that's what it is about being an artist is having um those distinctions are mm. what will set you apart it's the cadence in your style it's the um with Mariah Carey right mm-hmm. she who else can sound like her other right. than maybe Ariana Grande but you know that's a di- whole mm. different comparison. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's those different kinds of things and I think that it's important to um acknowledge that no one is final form developed Mm -hmm. like what you guys were saying it's definitely a journey that everyone has to go through but i also feel like um your style can definitely evolve oh Um, yeah and allowing yourself to evolve or rebrand i guess in that Mm -hmm. sense um as far as that goes um what do you guys What is your stance on how mental health has um, impacted your work and productivity? Um, For myself, I've been struggling for getting motivation during quarantine, even though I have a lot of time, but also I play video games and I'm like lounging, but then also at the same time, I'm like, maybe I should be practicing um, drawing, but how do you guys work through it? Um, and how does it help with your psyche? Mm. Mm.
1: You go, Brent. Oh, you no, this is all, oh god. Okay, <laughs> now the whole
2: world gets to know how nuts I am. Great. <laughs> um.
0: No, it, this is very, this is very <laughs> important, guys. Just to acknowledge that um, artists in general and just creatives, we str- well everybody struggles with mental health, but in particular. Yes artists in the art community it is not really acknowledged mm. it's not acknowledged the fact that um, a lot of times people grab inspiration from pain and put it into their art or they use mm. it as a therapeutic tool you know what i'm saying so i i mm. think that this is important to have these conversations um, especially with um, this is happening in the, the music world where a lot of these artists are dying or committing suicide but the whole thing that's um important is to bring up this conversation of mental health in creatives and artists
2: true um and for me uh shoot I think I I don't know how to begin but really for me and again and going back to COVID kind of forced me to take a hard look at myself and I had started you know kind of self-examining before then in in the sense that much like you I, I procrastinate or not procrastinate procrastinate excuse me a lot admittedly and I had been trying to defeat that and part of the reason I procrastinated was because I I was always self doubting like well what's the point in getting started if all I'm gonna do is just end up producing trash and just real talk, if I'm not gonna be anywhere near as good as Rockmo or anywhere near as good as Black Bear, like why the hell am I even waking up? Now of course I would wake up and go about my day, but that eventually turned into beating myself up to the point where, okay, I have to make this work. I have to make this perfect. This has to be excellent. And I can't afford to really do anything else. Like I can't afford to relax and play video games because then I'm slacking off and I'm not doing life right. and I'm not doing art right. And it just got so mentally draining. It's like, well, again, what's what reason do I really have to do this if I'm just, you know, beating myself up on being a perfectionist before I even put a stylist to the pad? Like, Why? And. It. It took me really taking a step back, because like Reggie, like Rockmo, I have a regular job. And I let that regular job consume a lot of my time, like, you know, your priorities start getting out of whack. And I realized for me as an artist, especially if I want to grow, and especially if I want to continue to love being an artist, I really needed to take a step back and begin to balance and say no to certain things for my own for my own mental health because I was just driving myself into a hole like I would just come home and I'm miserable or I'm depressed and I don't want to do anything like it takes everything I have to just honestly just drink a glass of water and then try and decompress didn't want to read or do anything and again I had to Start setting a balance for myself, especially now. Where it's like, okay, I'm not going to work 12 or to 16 hours a day, and then come home and then try and fit in or cram in two to three hours of working on a project. Like, no, I I need to create balance. I need to, you know, um, make things to the point where I can function and I can. I can have a healthy balance of everything. So I'm going to commit some time to this and I'm going to commit some time to that. And most importantly, I'm not gonna kick my own ass to the point where I don't want to do something that I originally was looking forward to working on. Like I love working on a piece or learning how to illustrate better or trying to figure out how I'm gonna make this board sequence work. And if I'm, you know beating myself up where i'm like oh well someone's just gonna tear this apart or i can't get this right the way i see it on there or the way this director or the way this artist would do it no 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 that don't worry about that like take a step back and figure out like seriously figure out the things you need to do for you and if it's hard to do on your own because not everybody can do it on their own seek out seek out help reach out like even if it's not your friends even if it's you know even if you need to go to a therapist in any way shape or form do it because you know like we keep talking about mental health is extremely important and you don't want to fall out of love with the thing or the medium you know that made you you know part of who you are like but mm-hmm. being an artist like rock was an artist and if he just got so harrowed to the point where he's like yo dude i don't even know why i'm working on this project anymore like i have to do this or i have to do that and it all just seems so pointless like seriously at that point reach out man like find find some kind of like outward help because it's it's way too serious and like you said we hear more about mainstream music artists who go through all these mental health problems and have all these mental health issues and sometimes that results in them you know taking their life but and how can i say this you hear more than enough stories if you're in our respective scenes it's just that it's not brought to light where you hear about colleagues or friends or acquaintances that you know that went through their own problems or are going through serious problems and you know you never would have guessed it especially if it's someone who's like popping or prominent or whatever you want to call them. It's like, wait, what? You got problems for real? Like you there's stuff you're going through. Like, but everything like things are working out for you. Things seem so dope. And you just it goes to you never know. So reach out and I don't know, I don't know how, because I'm not a wise guru, but find ways to check yourself. Um, yeah. And I know that's hard, because especially if you're in the middle of it, but find a way to take a step back and find a way to assess yourself. And even if it's just giving yourself positive reaffirmation, affirmations to even go and seek help, do that. but. Right you know, that's, that's as far as I've thought. And I'm still, to be honest, I'm still fighting that. Like, I still, I even got up today and I'm like, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to work on that. Oh God, I got that interview with, you know, Meg and Reg, like, how am I going to fit this in? Oh crap. If I don't get this done, I'm an artist. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Is, is Meg going to find out that I'm sort of like a trash person because, you know, <laughs> no. I wasn't prepared? Oh, like, hey, no, yeah. no, you're all good. But these things go through, but these things, like, they yeah. go through people's heads, and it's like, oh, man, like, why am I stressing out about this? Like, we're having, yeah. we're a conversation. We all know each other, but it's like, and I think part of it is just the weight of the world, but, yeah. Well, all, look, we all just go through it. <laughs>
0: no i i uh, completely agree a hundred percent i think that um it's man it's hard no one tells you how hard it is i mean also just being an adult is hard um we're also in the middle of a pandemic so we haven't had social contact other than digitally um and I, i think it's just it's important to find your reasons why you're still doing it, if you, and just keep reigniting um, your passion for it, because I know that um, one of my professors, my illustration professor said, um, well, if you want to be an illustrator, you have to want to, like, live and breathe it, because it will, the love and passion for it, when you're working with clients, or you're doing it for work, will be sucked out, (laughs) <laughs> if, if, it's, if it's the client, that's not for you. But it, it will definitely, it will simmer and disintegrate because you have to want to love and do it and enjoy it. I, I think a lot of times, like, we, we get so inundated with work and we try to be in this competitive space because, you know, there's so many different kinds of artists and you don't think, and you also have the self-doubt of, no one's going to listen to this. No one even looks at my work. No one's going to buy my stuff. Like, they like me enough to buy my stuff. Am I even good enough for people to buy my stuff? It's like that whole psyche, and then you just go into a hole. Um, Mm -hmm. Quite frankly, I've been doing a lot of therapy. I've been doing a lot of therapy um, during quarantine, and that's helped me tremendously because um, I was like you. I was inundated with work. I was burnt out. Um, which creatives and artists, we often do. We often um, don't get to the point where we're saying no to projects until we're already burnt out and we're already, our bodies need to recover. And then at that point, our brains are just jumbled. And We don't even know um, which projects to prioritize and um, all of these different things. I, I think that it's important to um, take mental health seriously Also, checking in on your friends. Checking in on your friends is very important. Or just realizing, oh, hey, I haven't seen you post anything. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. Or I, I saw that, like, you know, I'm going through it too. I haven't posted anything. I've been struggling myself with any motivation to create art. And then I end up trying to distract myself. But it's crazy because I know I'm trying to distract myself from creating. Like, I'm fully aware that I am procrastinating because I don't want to deal with the whole mental process of creation. And I I don't think people talk about... People talk about the creative process, but they don't talk about what goes into it psychologically. Because it's like, okay, I gotta map it out. I gotta create a whole branding campaign to promote my work. I have to make sure that um everything's high quality i have to lay out the concepts um i don't think people talk about the psychological parts of Mm. an artist and just how that just can unfold and send you into a spiral i often end up going into those spirals where it's pushing me back so far that i just don't end up doing it because Mm. i'm like why am i doing this again That sounds like a lot of work, but then with COVID and everything and through therapy, um, what I personally have been working on is self-talk and positive self-talk. Let's say, for example, um, there are many different stages of um, self-talk that you can give to yourself, and I guess I didn't realize how often I did it. And in particular with the creative process, so Mm -hmm. it's I'm just working on the process of reprogramming myself so that I can improve my productivity, Mm -hmm. because that's basically how I'm working through it. But it's all new to me; it's a whole process, and it's mental health journey um, as a creative is exhausting because creating is exhausting, but going through the mental health and the creation process obliterates my my psyche yeah. so um, i don't know um if you have anything to expand upon that rock i um how
1: much i'll try i'm a, i don't uh let's see <laughs> um i i don't i feel like i can try to like go all in or something like that but i something that just kind of came up to me because you guys talked about most of everything you know reaching out talking with people um, um, you know, making sure to it's okay to breathe, it's okay to slow down, it's okay to defrag, it's okay to, you know, and I, I guess one thing that just kind of popped up to me, um, is basically getting out of your normal daily loop, which like I feel like like the social media loop, like mm-hmm. this whole because basically I think as as artists, it's like, oh, this is how I'm going to make it. I have to make it through social media or I have to make this and, and like you see so like people it's never competitive. As, it's competitive yeah, as, as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and just the whole thing of like like year like even 10 years ago probably or like let's say not ten years ago, but maybe like say 15, 20 years ago, like artists weren't seeing like over thousands of peoples of artists every day. Like yeah. you weren't seeing like we're looking literally looking at stuff that's going on around the entire world in seconds. We're looking mm-hmm. at people that have put in 20, 30 hours and we're flipping by that in one second and then zooming up. You're seeing all this content, your brain is taking in so much content. I cannot so keep things. up with
0: producing that much content. I can't keep up. Like it, it's right. just beyond me and you see, but then also sometimes it's like a scam because they're, they have like a whole team yeah, of course. and I'm yeah. like, it's yeah,
1: crazy. Like, you, the whole thing is like we, you're taking in all this stuff, but you're not taking in the full information. Again, you're we're 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 kind of this this uh, age that we're in right now. This whole technical information age is so much information that I think a lot of that information causes a lot of pressure for our mentality. Mm-hmm. I don't think we were normally made to take in so much information like that at once it's kind of like how you, we i feel like we're kind of d uh what's the word desensitized to even human to human now you know what yeah. i mean yeah. or like having a relationship with an actual friend that you would go and see well, you know kids, every day every, it, oh. it's like there's so many different people there's so many relationships there's so many different things so i think that 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 type of nature that we're in now and then you want to be a regular you know, you're you're still a human though. You still need rest. You still need, you know, um And we're sensitive.
3: Yeah. (laughs) We're sensitive
1: on top of
0: that.
1: Yeah, like we're actual humans that, you know, we want to be accepted. We want to, you know, um, you know, have great relationship or friends or people that we can see and, and build with or whatever. And I think there's just always this, this, there's this reality of 24 hours in a day, and then there's social media, which is like just yeah. madness, yeah. you know? So Absolutely. I think, I wanted to say that I, I, I think that, and I think Meg, you brought this up, and probably Brandon too, Brandonian brought this up too, just about like, we gotta come back to a, who we are, the why, you know? Let's cut, like <laughs> me and Brandon, we used to draw comics without social media, without any, it was just us too. Yeah. Like it's the only follower I had was Brandon and like we would just <laughs> see each other's work. That was it. And he gave me a thumb up, you know, one day I give him a thumb up. Yeah. I comment on his work. And it, like what if it was just me and him and our, yeah. that's what it used to be. And so I think at those kind of times, it's easier to, um, it's easier to think about your goals. It's, it, it's, or I don't want to say easier, but it's simpler to have a direction, to have community, you know, so it's okay to, I, I believe, I'm just saying this right now, okay to step away from social media. It's okay to yes. dial it down. It's okay to under like, take, remind yourself, hey, when I turn on IG, when I turn on Twitter, there's a lot of information I'm not getting. When I see this specific yes. artist's work, I did not know, this guy could have been working on this two hours one day, two hours mm-hmm. another day, two hours another day. It didn't just happen like do you,
0: this. Do you think of, you, you know, would- it's crazy to me as illustrators, obviously, and, you know, being classically trained and learning about all these different artists, I can't even imagine they worked on oil paintings for years for right. their patrons.
2: Exactly. Like, right. For exactly.
0: years. Like Michelangelo, those were projects that they had teams, they had painters, they had someone that did the layout and the scaling. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't just him. He was yeah. just one of the people that got all the credit but yeah. the product now it, it's insane all the content instant right it's like you exactly. can have new content every day but it's like back in the day these large-scale projects
3: mm-hmm.
0: were spanned out and now it's it's just insane <laughs> to see how consumable and yeah. how inundated and it, it's just i feel like it really overwhelms us and it confuses people Mm -hmm. like i feel you become
2: numb to it Mm -hmm.
0: yeah
2: yeah it's like like you said we're scrolling through ig and you see this person's art and it's like oh my god cool like flip cool like flip Ah, it's okay i'm not gonna like it but it was cool flip and you're not (laughs) taking into account like okay for some people that say oh it only took me Three hours or something like that. It's like, okay, that's cool. Some people do. Some people work really fast, but for the most part, it's like you don't know the years of practice or the the hours of work somebody Mm. really put behind that. It's like, oh yeah, well that's a dope drawing. Well yeah, it took me like five hours to get the pose right, and then you know another eight or whatever to render it exactly how I wanted it for you to just you know
1: see it, like, and then go and then and then go about your business. That's it. It's
0: gone. It's yeah. it's definitely a different experience, um, and just in the classical arts, um seeing it like seeing it in person and capturing that person's attention. Like with you guys um at the conventions when I first met you, I was like, oh, let me stop right quick. Like they're so mm. dope, you know, and then you guys ended up being super cool, and then we just stayed in contact. But I was like, I got to connect
3: mm.
0: with yeah. you guys, but also I got to see your work and understand you guys as artists. Mm. That's a totally yeah. different experience than seeing swiping, Light. liking. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. bye. I don't need to follow you. Like, I could like your work, but I don't need to follow you.
2: Yeah. Or if you do, <laughs> and I mean, on the artist end, who, whoever's posting it, you know, you get a comment. Oh, comment. Oh, dope stuff, dude. Really loved your work. Da-da-da-da. Uh, thank you. That's or, Thanks, bro. And it's like. Eh, eh, go about your day like like you said the connection isn't there or you you send them a dm like yo i really like your stuff i like to talk to you more or yeah it's and they have to stay disconnected because of course you run into trolls and you run into thieves so it becomes (laughs) it gets to the point where it's like i can't i can't really enjoy this the way that i wanted to or the way that i used to because especially if you amass a pretty decent or large following it's like okay cool like you 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 kind of have to wall yourself off from the people that might want to connect with you that genuinely might want to connect with you because you just don't know conspiracy theorist whatever who's out to get you or who's out to steal from you so it ends up becoming like this like you said a disconnect and more of like a losing situation where it's like well i did this to like put myself out there and connect with people and i can only connect with so many people or I can only stay connected with the people that are my rider dies before I forgot, before I became quote unquote, you know, social media or Instagram famous or Twitter famous. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think that it, it's just interesting. Um, I often struggle with, okay, do they want to know me Meg as a person or do they want to know me Meg as the artist that mm-hmm. also has feelings? Mm-hmm. Because I, I think a lot of people are like, oh yeah, that's some dope work. And then it's like, they don't want to. I mean, maybe I'm the kind of artist that I want to connect with that person. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just so excited that someone liked it. Like, right, I'm just right. so excited that someone took the time to say that looks cool. But also at the same time, I am one of those people where I'm like, well, what did you like about it? Like, yeah <laughs> I want to be your friend. <laughs> like can we follow each other like that Uh, this is exciting you know and and I think that it's just interesting but then I know there are a lot of creatives obviously that don't care about their fans or don't I hate to call them fans but like they're appreciators (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) or um or they're following it's like they they have this disconnect and they don't care and I'm like can't be me (laughs) That ain't me. Um, I I, I think that it's important to um, be able to to connect with an audience. Um, A lot of my following and a lot of my audience is um, most definitely in the nerd community, in particular with the anime and um, manga and comic books and gaming and everything. But I feel like, but also at the same time, I never really had anybody or creatives or artists that looked like me, um, as far as, so I'm Filipino, right, Or mm-hmm. Asians, um, Pacific Islanders, wherever they wanna identify with, but um, Asian, right? But I'm Asian American, all I had to connect in America, I'm first generation, by the way, my parents and grandparents are born in the Philippines, but all I had to connect with was what I saw on TV, which what is it that I saw on TV? Bruce Lee in anime. That's the only Asian culture that they put on there. And then Bollywood films. But other than that, I never saw really a lot of people that looked like me. And then if it was, it was stereotypical. And it's like, I'm not Chinese, I'm not Japanese, but I appreciate the work because they kind of are similar to my culture. Right. if that makes sense. But I never mm-hmm. saw anything that looked like me. I never saw the executives look like me. Right. For the mainstream artists that were getting all of this notoriety, there could have been, you know, who who's, who am I to say? There could have been some Filipinos on the team, but, you know, they weren't getting the spotlight. But it's insane to see now. I think now is the time where everyone is getting Recognition and acknowledgement mm-hmm. as they should have been in the first ones. But um, I think that those things are important just to recognize that we're actually finally getting a voice um, as people of color, as um, people in the industry. People are now taking the nerd dumb seriously. It's cool to be a nerd now. Um, whereas back in the day, people were going to beat up. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: it was lame. <laughs> But now it's cool to be a hipster and it's cool to be um, in all of those different scenes. I mean, how did you guys end up in the art scenes? What was your guys's mm. introduction? Mine. Oh, see, up. I'm not. I'm from the Bay Area, so mm. when I first moved to um, Long Beach, I was going to college, right? Um, I had friends that were a lot older than me, but they brought me into Eagle Rock, Highland Park, all of those like really artsy scenes, Silver Lake, and I would do shows out there. So that was pretty much my introduction. But it, I can see how it could be discouraging mm-hmm. to um, younger artists because they might not see how they could fit in the art world, or in the art scenes, or how they could fit in. I could see how it could be discouraging saying. Oh, well, I want to gain exposure, but you don't look like a hipster from Silver Lake. <laughs> you know, you don't look like someone that um, gets coffee in the morning or like works at cafes, you yeah. know, or you don't look like the grunge artist in downtown L.A.
2: For something that's supposed to be inclusive. Yeah, we're still very much clickish, Ugh, and I don't understand. <laughs>
0: Exactly, but um, yeah. I just wanted to also highlight what were the, some of the significant life events and pivotal moments in your guys's um, lives and careers that made you want to pursue art as just as an artist. I know that we've been artists. Um, you know, ultimately, you guys were saying your almost your whole lives like in school and everything but how did you guys pursue or decide or make the decision that you wanted to um monetize your art i think that that's the most important thing too Mm. is how did you pivot it to as in a business sense because for me so i've always been an artist but i was in the music industry right Mm. i'm not a musician but i was in the music industry. Why am I in the music industry and entertainment if I'm not a musician? I don't know, because I was good at what I did. Or maybe it's because I the universe has placed me there so that I was able to learn how different industries work. I'm a big fan in working in unrelated industries so that I have experience in all of those different facets. But that was the moment where I was like, okay, let me just go back. To art and designing and illustrating because I, I think that that's one of the biggest things I I speak with a lot of my um, fellow creators and we talk about okay well I wasn't happy with that career I don't know why I even stopped but something was telling me to go back to it mm-hmm. like what were those moments for you guys I know that Brandoni you were talking about how you were working at your job and you're like well. I don't want
2: to hate it and what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna let Rockmo go first, but uh, for me, how did I how did I decide or make that decision? I, I feel like I'm still making a decision because I'm not the best um, entrepreneur, and I also I'm starting to also pay attention to how Rockmo does his thing and seeing what kind of uh. Path I can take from that in order to make things work. But for me, it was always just uh I figured I'd for a while go the commission route, but I quickly realized I don't really care so much about making fan art for people for money, even though it can be lucrative. <laughs> and it can be if you get again, if you're popular enough. But um I really it'll take me a while to form that answer, but I'm still learning in that I have. Commissions and for me, it's just about acknowledging my worth. In that, I always used to charge well below what you know I I actually felt I was worth because I felt like I didn't have Mm -hmm. the cloud or the experience or the following or you know notoriety or whatever to say, Yeah, I'm actually worth this much. If you want this from me, this is how much you're going to pay. And it's just gotten to the point recently where I'm like, Well. 12 people might know who I am, but I'm still worth this significant amount of money in regards to, you know, putting out work because you know what? I've been at this my entire life and I have a pretty decent skill level. So no, I'm going to charge, you know, what I'm worth and I'm going to try my best to make, you know, a business out of that. Now, um, that being said, it's, it's still a learning curve for me but you know that's one way I can think of off the top of my head right now and I'm actually going to give it to Rockmo because I've actually talked way too damn long and he has a lot more insight into this than I do
0: <laughs> I would... <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> that was perfect
1: actually I feel like what Brandonian said is like I don't know I I feel like it's a it's the same thing for Everyone, where it's just—it's a constant journey of getting closer and, and getting close. How, how do I say it? Because actually, I don't know. I started to think about people that I look up to that are, you know, creating films or doing whatever. Um, The—I think the whole thing. Well, let me let me take it back to why did I get started? Or I—I I, since I was a kid, I loved seeing stories. I think just in general, I loved stories. And I was like, "Hey!" When I realized, like in third grade, I can create my own story, you know. Um, and I drew a picture. I was just thinking about this at work. I drew a picture next to this story that I wrote, and it like clicked in me, like, "Wait, like I myself can do this." Like, I I would play video games that had this or read these comics, but I realized, like, "Wait, I can do this!" Like, and that like was like the 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 that was the motivation. catalyst right there. Yeah, it was the catalyst, and so with different films. I was just talking to Brandon about these different films that I've always been inspired by and different animations. They just added to me wanting to make a living doing this or wanting to do it every day or whatever. And again, I'm still on that journey to do it. But the whole thing is like, I believe, especially for all of us as artists, is to accept us as professionals or being that film like to me like inside of me i am like one of the best filmmakers i am one of the yes. best comic artists like i am yes. inside me Talk now, shit, com- king. when it comes to outside when it comes to, the problem is now having to try to prove that to the people or yes. that's where all the the confusion comes in how do i make them know that i'm that good How do I make people realize that of what, what, what I see already in myself, you know? And I think that's the struggle that us as artists are, our journey, you know, Mm -hmm. as we're trying to become this dream that we have, and then we have this reality of like where we're at with it and stuff like that. So, um, um, shoot, I feel like I just spit a whole bunch of
0: no it it was like, it was perfect it was very i
1: told perfect. you he had more insight into this uh, no, no, no. i, I no. Mean, know but the whole thing is like because i, I no, want artists it, i want people to know that they like this will come to the to me. people like, right now you, speak to the people to the people yeah. sometimes there's a voice that sometimes tells you like you are wrong you you're like yeah. that dream that idea that who you are that's that wrong. self-talk and you gotta that's tell yourself keep building and talking to yourself saying i'm not wrong i'm going to yeah. keep going i'm not wrong you know and and it's that journey of kind of like proving that wrong voice that you are successful and so it's well, like you're preaching right now you preaching to you you want to be successful first to you like yes definitely what, And so when it comes to the mental uh we're talking about mental health um that's why I'm saying draw back from all that stuff, Draw, get away from all these things that is putting stuff in your head and saying you're not good and all this and people and, and, and all this kind of stuff. And it's okay to just get away in a nice silent place. Me, B knows I'm, um, I have faith in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. I, I get in that place with God where God is all for me. You know what I'm saying? Yes, He's for me. Exactly. So Woo! I, but I the thing it. is me. I need to become for me too that's yes. where a lot of battle is is where i think you know where i'm like i'm for me but i'm not for me so it's all about continuing to be for me because you're gonna die anyway whether you die becoming this millionaire or alone you gotta <laughs> be happy with your life so you want to start learning how to enjoy the things you draw and what's so cool of us as artists is that and even making films or tv whatever animation is that you get this sheet of paper where it's just you and the paper. And enjoy that that intimacy with you and your dream and that paper without anybody. Sometimes I work on stuff. Brandon doesn't know what I'm working on. Yes. Mom, no, pe- nobody knows what I'm working on. It's just me and that story yeah. at that moment. Cherish those times because that's, that's life for you. That's energy. Yeah. Cherish. Don't think yes. about the people yet. Who's going to bash yes. it? Who's going to steal it? No. Enjoy the creativity right in front of you because if you want to keep doing it in life. Like why become 30 and hate your job? Brandon was talking about this. Why yeah. become 40 and hate that you're working in the industry and making cartoons or animation, or, you know, you have this team, like you're going to want this dream and then hate it. No, start to find yeah. ways to love what you're doing and let those that create your style. Oh, I like how I draw like this. Ooh, these, these friends, these, these people, this community, they enjoy me and I enjoy them, let it, but it's going to come from the inside of the best of you that starts mm-hmm. creating your, 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 uh, where you're going to end up, you know, but mm-hmm. you hold that. Don't, don't give it to people. You hold your yes. heart. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, you make sure that you're happy. And this is all stuff that I'm learning. Cause I had to like really flip how I've been living. Me, I was always trying to please people and be accepted by yes. people. And just seeing year after year of that and me just being drained. Brandon knows my story. He knows what's going on. And had to make really tough, hard, painful decisions to say, okay, I'm walking away from hanging out with these people. I love them, but I gotta walk yes. away from right now. Mm-hmm. I'm walking away from you know, spending so much time on IG or whatever it is. And yeah. you have to you know, make these tough decisions. To, to, to get to loving who you are. And then you start creating the yes. things that you love. And when you're doing stuff that you love, you want to get better at it. It's just like a plan. Why yes. would you play a freaking video game that you don't like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why grind it It's and crazy. You know what I'm saying, if you don't even like it. So it's like, bro, like if I'm gonna play this game, like, <laughs> like I want to enjoy, I want to enjoy grinding. I want to enjoy getting experience points. I like seeing when my character levels up. I like when my, you know, when the sword, when I, you know, update mm-hmm. this or, you know, yeah. so you want to learn, sure. okay, what in my life is like not enjoyable? You know, when I'm drawing, this isn't fun or, you know, and, and, and see, okay, how can I make it fun? Okay. I know I got to train, but let me just be free and draw whatever I want right now. Yep. So, you know, yeah. I want to draw Sasuke right now. Let me just, I'm a, I can do that. I can draw anything I want. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. give yourself space to, to love yourself and if it's really hard for you because a lot of times it's hard for me work on it 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 sounds weird I know like Brandon you know like I've been lagging and playing video games and I love video games it's so much so now I was like okay I'm gonna try every day and play like at least one game I still haven't been able to do that but it's allowed me to start enjoying who I am more without anybody without somebody saying oh you loser Oh, you're working stuff or even my own self saying that to me because yeah. it's like your own mind is your own, own enemy so yeah it's like you really play, no
0: try to play yourself
1: right right
3: right
2: so. it's always a pleasant surprise when i go on psn to like fire up Hulu or netflix because i'm not at the point where i feel like playing video games comfortably and i see that he's like yeah. playing death stranding and i'm like Get that on, yeah, player. You enjoy
1: your life. <laughs> Why
3: are we trying up in here, man? I swear we try. No, crazy, for real. It's
1: that—that that is helping me to enjoy life more. Finding mm-hmm. those things that oh, enjoy these life. are nuggets. Be, like this you know? is yeah. like these are facts.
0: Like this is really yeah. what we need. Like everything that you're saying, you're hitting every point because it really is true. You are the one that's in charge of your destiny. You're mm, the one that's, that's in charge of how you want to yeah. live your life. You create your own life. Whether, but it also comes down to setting boundaries with yourself yeah. mm-hmm. and setting boundaries with other people. If you're unhappy, fix it for yourself because right, you right, want right. to live a better life. But also, yeah. at the same time, you, you're the one that speaks life and death to yourself. Right. You're the one that controls that because if you, if you, you're the one who also controls what you receive. Yeah. Right. If someone's talking trash or like someone's being very negative, that is up to you to receive that negativity or to, to be able to absorb. See, I'm one of those people where if I hear negativity, I'll leave the room. Sorry, my cat just walked right by my my computer. No, but the thing is, right, you're the one that controls if you're going to absorb that into your peace, into your spirit. I'm also a believer in Jesus Christ, and it is true that, um, you know, if you hang out with people that are negative, or are very judgmental or, or high, right. overly critical, you will start to become that. Because
3: yes. Yes.
0: that is what you will become. But once yeah. you know, if you feel something in your spirit and it's like, nah, man, there, there's they people call it intuition, but it, you know, believers we call it the Holy Spirit telling you, yeah, like, no, there's You're something like... wrong. Like, there's <laughs> something wrong. Those people are not for you. Yeah. Um, those people can influence and it, it's all people talk about it the spheres of influence right those things are so real those mm-hmm. are oh amazing. yeah those things will really affect your productivity they'll affect your productivity but they'll also affect your spirit i feel like as artists we need to create protect our spirit because mm-hmm. it can definitely translate into your work yeah um i definitely felt whenever I hung around people that I shouldn't have, my productivity was mad low. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Maybe I would, I gained clout and points into um, the scenes of the play or the art scenes, but I wasn't creating. I was just around creatives. But then were we even like, was that even meant to be? And then Mm -hmm. also at the same time, it's like, I know when things were forced. I could, mm-hmm. It was very evident um, in, in your art journey, you will also come across for the people that are listening that haven't experienced this yet. You will also see that you, can, you need to step away the people that are messing with your productivity. That yeah. is very crucial. A lot of people don't talk about that. They talk about maybe people that um, try to steal your work and everything, but they don't talk about messing up your productivity and messing mm. up your mental space let's say <clears throat> there's people that hang out with a lot of people that do drugs but it's like you're spending so much time doing drugs and tripping that you're not creating
3: right, but right.
0: you're not allowing yourself to have the headspace where yeah okay whatever you can have your own inspirations but it's like why are you putting yourself in situations where you're not comfortable I, I just feel like you need to be able to be in a space that you're comfortable mm-hmm. and do what's right for you. I feel like a lot of times because it's so competitive out there that they see other artists and they're like, "Oh well, I want to get to what that person's doing," so they're hanging out with these people and they're hanging out at these spots. But that doesn't mean that it's true to your journey,
3: right? It's right.
0: True to your specific journey, and I think a lot of people everyone's different everyone's different everyone um i don't know man it it, it's just nuts it's yeah a lot
3: i think i
0: i think that it's also um who you what you see and what you consume also directly affects your productivity too right
1: right very very (sighs) much so and like I w- I wanted to say this too, like how should I say it? You could have like good friends too. Uh that they're good but not best or not yeah. good for this season. And it's or okay. Or they
0: might not want those things for you. They right. may be hating.
1: Right. And, yeah, and it's true, and, and like like if you find an imbalance where you're either pouring into people but they're not pouring back into you so again that I've, I was seeing a lot of that going on and um I had and I love to give that's the thing I was like oh like I love to give Same here. but I had to real I had to be like I had to realize that I had to look at the reality of the results and mm-hmm. it's just like if I was running a business and I'm trying to sell this product and it's not selling I had to be like okay like if I keep doing this there will be no business so if I yes. keep doing myself like this, there will be no Reggie. You know, there would be yes. the, the, you know, now now for no one. Give <laughs> like, everything not and not left for peace, nothing. You know, so, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, we, again, look at the realities of, of the people that you're hanging out with, at the things that you're drawing or whatever and, and, and say, am I growing? Is this really helping? Am I receiving the things I need to grow? Am I giving in the right areas, you know, where, you know, it's a good you know, transaction or whatever, you know, so, um, self-awareness, you know, I, I love yeah. self-awareness. We all do. And, uh, it's a scary thing because it's like, Oh, I get to look, I got to see all my weaknesses and, and Oh, great. Like I'm not as cool as I thought I was, you know, and I've seen that so yeah. much more now. And I'm like, dang, like, I really sucked at a lot of different things, <laughs> but there is power in that. There and is power growth. when you power realize that you're not perfect. And that it's okay, and that you can grow and you can get better. It, it, it's it's better to see the truth and grow into it than keep having the lies around and trying to carry lies as you're trying to go. It's, it's just because it's, you end up like I don't know. Your your equations are off, you know.
2: Well, I think part of that is also in in regards to growing. You're supposed to you're supposed to have it figured out by this certain age. Or if you don't, you have right. failed at life. And here's the <laughs> thing, you're never you never really done learning, you're never really done yeah. growing. So don't, you know, lie to yourself. I don't care if you're 25 or 45 or hell, even 65. You can still learn and you can still yeah. grow from your mistakes and be a better person. Yes. The real only time yeah. when it's too late is again when your dumbass is dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's good <laughs>
0: no it, it's true i think it's um people need to understand that the journey never ends yeah the journey never ends and you could be matured you could be what you were saying just to reiterate um at any point you could decide for yourself you can make decisions that will be the catalyst or be the domino effect for somebody else's career too. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: You can help somebody else and say, because you took that step, you inspired me to want to pursue my own passion, or Mm -hmm. you inspired me to want to open up my own business or start as a freelance artist. Um, I, I think that those things are very important to just recognize that, um, even though you don't feel that sense of responsibility, I guess, um, you're not responsible for other people's lives, it does make being an artist and a creative worth it. When you get that kind of feedback and when you get those responses Mm. of saying, you made me want to work on my poses or my posture or um, my illustrations or color. I I think that those things um, are worth it, and just even in the sense of oh, your this podcast made me realize a lot of things and made me want to make life changes. Um, it's all those different things. It's a culmination of um, a lot of things, but I think that those things are important. And um, just in closing, um, I already know what kind of artist that I want to be. Um, and this is with the Nomi Chronicles movement. I sh- shared it with you guys. Mm -hmm. um and i've spoken about it um i'm very outspoken on making sure that people have a platform or someone to look to or it doesn't even have to necessarily be me but just realizing that you don't have to fit in to a specific niche you can be yourself and just being true to the artist that you are because i'm sure when um Hi, Miyazaki. Obviously, I'm a huge fan. No one was doing what he was doing at the time that he was doing it. So right, keep doing right. what you're doing because right. you don't know. You really don't know. You may be um, the catalyst or the founder of a new movement. Right. So don't feel discouraged. Or when you do feel discouraged, what Brandonian and yourself were saying, reach out to people because um, those words of encouragement. Like I said, you, you're the one that's in charge of receiving mm-hmm. and speaking life and death into yourself. If you speak negativity, you are following the path of, I don't even know why I'm doing this anymore.
3: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
0: know, I don't know why I'm doing this. And then it's like, at that point, it's a point of no return where you're like, okay, well, I'm not even passionate about this anymore.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah
0: figure out your why and you know and just constantly check in with yourself not even just others but check in with yourself where I'm like okay do I want to create today the thing is you don't need to there what is what is the standard of saying you need what is telling you Mm -hmm. I need to do this I need to do that okay you can set goals for yourself that's one thing but it's like are you, you're finding that a need to do something overshadows your love of wanting to do it. Mm. You suck out the positive, um, positive reinforcement and positive association with, oh, I don't want to do it because I'm trash. <laughs> oh, I don't want to start pursuing that project. You, you, what you were saying, you have to coach yourself into thinking and program yourself into thinking positive things towards a project. Because if you don't think positively towards a project, then the work will, it will show in the work.
3: Mm -hmm. Right.
0: It will show in the work and you're just not going to want to do it. And it's like what I was saying about um, the podcast and a lot of my other projects that was procrastinating because I didn't feel, I didn't have a positive um connotation to it right I was thinking like wow but then I gotta find an editor then I gotta (laughs) set up meetings (laughs) and do recordings you know like it's a whole process but then it's like if I put it in the sense of if I connect it with oh this can help people then I'm like oh yo this is gonna be fun you know really Uh, funny. like when we were talking earlier it's like okay, well, that makes me want to publish the project or this makes me want to complete the project because I know that people will benefit from this um, in a positive manner. But like I said, if we are procrastinating, but that's also up to you. That's your choice to mm. figure out if I want to. But it's such it's a daily struggle, guys.
3: Yeah. yeah. Daily yeah.
0: struggle that people do not often talk about just create, creating in general, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like also as an artist and as you go on in your career and your daily life and um, through your life cycles and stages, you kind of also need to reprogram yourself into reigniting the passion. Yeah, it really is like you're really in a relationship. It's not even work. It's not your relationship with your work, but it's a relationship with your passion.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah.
0: You know, it, and I don't know, what do you guys have to say? Because I, I just want to be the artist that helps other artists. Mm-hmm. That, that's always been my goal. This is one of the main purpose for this podcast. Um, and also, I, I don't think that there's enough help that's offered. So mm-hmm. that's one of the main reasons why I'm doing this. But um, as far as in closing, what about you guys? Like what kind of artists do you want to be? What kind of artists um do you see yourself fostering or mentoring in the future? Uh
1: okay, I guess I'll go. <laughs> um <laughs> This is really good because um, especially this year, like I told you guys I started teaching. Um And I find myself enjoying that, like, way too much. Like, it's so much energy. It's so much, like, goodness. Um, Because I just love to give. I like to encourage. I feel like I'm not even, like, really a teacher. I just am in front of people encouraging. You're a hype man, man. Uh, You're a hype man. So it's like, and... I don't know. It's like, I feel like there's no loss in that, like, and wanting to help and everything like that. The only thing now is just me wanting to get better at delivering knowledge or understanding things so that I can better communicate that to whoever's listening. Um, And now like that has been like, I think one of my, I think it is now like the top passion of where I want to go. And it's like, is teaching. Now, I do want to create stories and movies and everything like that. And then when I thought about it too, like even when I do those things, stories are like teaching elements. They're like the first teaching elements ever, you know, stories since back in the day, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I'm now starting to see myself as more wanting to teach and encourage people. And I'm praying that that all just bleeds through like everything that I do. So I want, to be in front of more people, helping teach them how to tell stories and bring the best of them, the best of them out. That's really, I'm trying to extract the best of them out. It may not be what I think is best, but, um, or at least what it appears to, I think is best or whatever, but it's, it's basically getting the best out of them that I start to see or that comes up and saying, oh, you really good at this or whatever, really encourage people on what they are and trying to drag that out and, and put them back on them, you know? Um, and uh, yeah, I just, I just been really enjoying wanting to, to help people, to bless people in any yeah. kind of way that I can, you know? So. Uh, well, you've
0: definitely blessed this podcast because you you're dro- <laughs> You guys have both been <laughs> dropping nuggets. Um, I, I think that these, the conversations that we had throughout, throughout the entire Um, episode have been very um, insightful and Mm. overall I I feel like that one of the main lessons we've learned from just sharing all of our experiences and testimonials is that you have to make it fulfilling for yourself and but whatever makes sense to you Mm -hmm. it can't be somebody compared to somebody else's journey because it's not going to be the same we want right. different things and we're, we may be at different stages of artistry. So I think that that's important. Um, and just to expand upon, um, what about you, Brandonian?
2: Oh, well, I don't, hmm. sorry, my cat just ran from under me. Um, <clears throat> Whack ass animal, go away. Um, <laughs> I love my cat very much. Um, I don't think I could expound upon that as eloquently as Rockmo did. Um, I was just going to make a few funny jokes, <laughs> a few funny self-deprecating jokes and be about my merry way. But, you know, since he laid the gauntlet down, uh, I guess I have to get real about it. But um, going back to what he said earlier, I've always enjoyed storytelling. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: beyond the art and beyond drawing or whatever, I've always just really enjoyed good story and i enjoyed those fantastic stories the the stories where let's just be real the protagonist in each and every one was caucasian they were always white and they're always doing these amazing bold things like if you're a knight or you're out in outer space or something like that and you know if there was a black person in that story miraculously they were always comic relief or a true bit player and I just want to be able to be the kind of artist who tells a story where some black kid who probably feels marginalized and underappreciated and maybe bullied or anything else they can see that and they can relate to that and they can look at that character and say I can do that I can be that now of course me may not be able to be a space knight or whatever but it gives them the confidence to realize that they can be whatever the hell they want to be. Yeah, that's
1: dope. Yeah. And that's I, I,
2: I've, I've always thought about that. That's if I had seen that, like, you know, I mean, the you world is still mine. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Like, if I'd seen that, this world is mine. You can't tell me nothing. <laughs> and you come upon that kind of attitude nowadays in, in different ways rather than just the things you saw, but that would be the kind of artist that I'd want to be and teaching down the line. Yeah. I'm, I don't think I told anybody, but I mentored somebody for the first time early this week. And it was, you told me, Oh, I did tell you. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Um. <laughs> yeah. But it was this, it was different. It was this really rewarding, a truly rewarding feeling like, it was a feeling I didn't think I was ready for because I'll be honest, I'm a very selfish man. I just want to see my dreams realized before I go out and help all the little chillins of the world. But until, but until I get to the little chillins, I want to take care of myself. am a very selfish individual. I want to see my dreams realized. And there ain't nothing wrong with that.
0: Facts.
2: Facts. But, um, Uh those children's got time. they still young. I'm old now. I got that much time left on this planet. I want to see my dreams. But um yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. And it made me realize like, especially because the other person, you know, there are, I hate this word. I wish I could think of another word, but I, another minority, just like me. And yeah. if I can give them the kind of confidence or the kind of support where they say, okay, well, I may not be, you know, a, top artists on the planet, but I can go out there and branch out and, you know, an employer or a client will appreciate my work. And that's absolutely, that's absolutely worth it to me. That's absolutely rewarding. And I really enjoyed that. I and mean, especially when it revolves around storyboarding, which is something that I'm still trying to break into. I felt like I had nothing to offer in regards to like storyboarding advice or anything like that. But the conversation that we had and the help that they were looking for, it really ended up helping them. And that, that, that brightened my day, that damn near brought a tear to my eye, if I'm being honest, like, because it, it made me realize that I can be an effective, not just an effective artist, but an effective person. I can affect Mm -hmm. a positive change in somebody else and that is that is groundbreaking, that is world-shattering when you think about it. So in summary, the kind of artist I want to be, I, I really just want to, be. I hate you, camera.
0: <laughs> You're the kind of artist you doesn't have to through this
2: garbage <laughs> to the camera and then I'm upside down, stupid camera, thank you. <laughs>
0: you want to be an invisible man. I want I to be, be an invisible man <laughs> so no one can see my
2: shame. No one can see my shadow when this camera messes <laughs> up. That's hilarious. That
3: looks
0: hilarious. <laughs> oh, um, perfect.
2: But yeah, that's, I want to tell stories that empower, yes, Black children, but any kind of person of color who never really got to see themselves or identify with themselves in cartoons or even live action. And they can go out and okay. say later on in life, I can do that. I can do that. I want to do that. And no one's going to stop me.
0: No, for sure. There we go. And that was the mic drop right there. That was the <laughs> mic drop moment right there. I have a camera put that drop. I'm going to put that whole sound effect mic drop. No, <laughs> um, and I, you know what? I I know we've been planning this out for a really long time, and I'm just so grateful that you guys were able to make time for, to hang out with me and just have these conversations because I, I think that they're very relevant and very important to have um and just spread awareness man
3: mm-hmm.
0: these conversations they may be backdoor conversations because it's not being brought to light in mainstream okay. um but thank you so much guys um and yes you can follow us at Nomi chronicles you can follow the show i'm meg trey thank you for listening no me tried You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, at Nomi Chronicles. You can follow Rockmo. Tell the people where, Rockmo. Uh, You can follow me. uh,
1: Search all your socials, all right? All of them. Uh, R-O-K-M-O underscore E-X, or just R-O-K-M-O. I'm pretty sure you see some artwork, that's going to be me, all right?
0: (laughs) That's him. What about you, Mr. Brandonian?
1: Before I get started, I don't need any of your pity follows.
2: Don't follow me. I don't need any of that. You can go on about your merry day. Don't worry about me. Don't pay attention to this stuff in the background with all my socials. You can find me and my art and my daily musings about life and my sardonic humor and dry wit. Don't follow none of that. Um, But that being said, As you can see in the background, if you're watching this video, you can find me on Instagram at brandonian underscore syndrome. Uh, If you want to holler at me on Twitter, where I talk about absolutely nothing and just post random art from time to time, you can catch me at brandonian underscore sin. That is brandonian underscore S Y N because Twitter won't let me spell out my full handle bastards. Um, (laughs) I intend to do many more things with Twitch and YouTube. So they're pretty blank right now. I host my own podcast called the Brandonian podcast. That name is tentative. However, uh, if you want to see the first video where I just talking to a camera about my the boring trappings of my daily life, that would be YouTube. That should be Brandonian underscore syndrome as well. But just look up Brandonian syndrome under YouTube And I have my own projects coming up. Uh, If you want to catch me again on my Instagram, I do release a comic every week or a page of a comic every week entitled The Prisoner. It's just something that I wanted to be creative with. And I hope that you when you come across it, you enjoy it. And I believe that is it. I have other things that haven't seen the light of day for quite a while, but I hope to get back into soon.
0: Perfect. Yeah. and Rockmo, where can we find your podcast
1: oh what yeah, yeah yeah
0: podcast, uh, once again
1: uh it's called rock with you podcast so oh, if you. you guys search uh you know your spotify your apple podcast uh you'll find it on there um so r-o-k rock and then with you like i'm rocking with you get it rock with you so uh, yeah <laughs> search that out you guys can check it out got a couple episodes up and uh having a lot of fun with it really cool artists and all kind of people that are on it I think you guys would enjoy it so yeah
0: perfect Mm -hmm. and once again this is Meg Dre with Nomi Chronicles thank you so much for listening I'm excited for you all to see both of these amazing artists the links will be in the description and all the information that you deserve (laughs) thank you (laughs) bye